Good morning, everybody. And a great big mo morning to our young people who are making their first Holy Communion today. We're really happy to be with you for this special celebration. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Anyway, starting off, if you're looking for a title for that uh, gospel reading today, it might, be, it might go something like this. Um, uninvited guest arrives at the party. That sounds like a strange, a strange title, doesn't it? Well, let's sort of put it in context. That is that uh, Jesus died on Good Friday. Uh, and of course, the, the disciples at the time of his death, all of a sudden, they feel completely lost. And so where do you go from there? And consequently, what we, find, what we find is a couple of days later, they decide it's time to go home, okay? Because they didn't come from, most of them didn't come from Jerusalem, rather they came from Galilee, which is about 50 miles away. And so basically, basically they took off, they went home. So they're up in Galilee, and there's a great big lake in Galilee, uh, some, sometimes referred to as the Sea of Tiberias. And so that's where they had grown up, really. And so they went back to fishing. Okay, so they're fishing, and unfortunately, no fish available. So they're sort of frustrated, I suppose. But all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, this strange guest arrives, and he's on the shore, and he says, he says to those, he shouts to those in the boat, he says, "Look on the other side, look on the other side of the boat." And so they look on the other side of the boat, and lo and behold there is a miraculous, a miraculous catch of fish. And then Peter realizes that this man on the shore is Jesus. And so he pulls up his bib like this, and he jumps out of the boat, and he, he, he runs over, he runs over to Jesus. And then Jesus, in turn, lights a charcoal fire. He, he lights a fire, and um, when the fish arrives, he puts fish in the fire, he also puts bread on it, and he has a little celebration. He has a little celebration with, with the disciples. So it must have been a sort of a, a nice time. And then when the, when the meal is over, uh, Jesus sort of calls Peter aside. And, and he asks him three questions in a row. He, he says, do you love me? And he, asks the second, and he says, feed my lambs. He asked him a second time, do you love me? Feed my sheep. And then he asked him a third time, and by then Peter is a little sort of ticked off almost. So you say, why, why did he ask him three times? Well, I think because, you know, G Peter, Peter really was sort of the leader of the pack. You remember that? Uh, Jesus had put him in charge. And Peter had said, I will lay down my life for you. But when it came down to the, when it came down to the right before his death, we know, that, we know that Peter was outside at a charcoal fire, and somebody said to him, uh, th that man who's been crucified is a friend of yours. He says, I don't know who he is. And that happened not just once, it happened three times. Three times, Peter denied Jesus. And so here now, uh, a couple of days later, Jesus is saying to Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Sort of, he's, he's sort of repeating the same thing. And the reason why he's doing it is because he wants Peter to be the leader again, okay? He's putting Peter in charge. He says, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. 
And so you might be inclined to say at this point in time, you might be inclined to say, well, was Peter any better the second time? Uh, in other words, the first time he blew, he blew it, we know that. How about the second time? Well, to check it out for yourselves, you go to the first reading of, of today's Mass, which was chapter 5 of the Acts of the Apostles. And what you find there, there is Peter and his companions uh, are being dried before the Sanhedrin, before the Jewish council. And uh, they're, they're being warned, they're being told, you better stop talking about this resurrected man, okay? And so Peter's response to the leaders was, uh, better for us to obey God than to obey people. In other words, he was really, he was really a transformed Peter. And we know that it wasn't just on that occasion that, that ultimately we know that Peter surrendered his life for, for Jesus and the gospel. So that's sort of the, the kernel of the story. But the question, the question which uh, Jesus asked Peter, I think it's a very relevant question for all of us here today. The question being, do you love me? Do you love me? In other words, the question is, do you love Jesus? So everybody, everybody has to answer that question for themselves. And, you know, if you want a sort of a, a sort of quick shot answer to it, ask yourself the question, you know, do you go to Mass all the time? And if you don't, do you find excuses real easy? real easy not to go. Well, if Jesus is a priority in your life, a real priority, then I guarantee you, you'll be there all the time. So ponder that question. Ponder that question, do you love me? So as we ask that question this morning, I walk around here and I see all these beautiful young people, okay? And they have, been, they have been baptized, they have been baptized, right, several years, about seven, six, seven years ago. I think most of you don't remember your baptism. Any of you remember your baptism? I'm not talking about the adults, I'm talking about kids. You remember, how old were you? Pardon? Three months and you remember. Well, thank God for that. That's what I would call, that's what I would call, it's on memory. How about yourself? Do you remember your baptism? No, okay, okay, so nobody remembers the Baptist. Anyhow, okay, one more. Pardon? Two weeks, do you remember it? No way, no way, Jose, no, no way, Jose. So you guys have made your, you have had your baptism. You also had gone to confession. You remember we went to the priest and you had to, you had to say, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And you told him all your, all your big sins and you were forgiven which meant that from that time onwards, you are in a very special relationship to the Lord. Now, so I just wanted to take you one step further. You're going to walk up here in a few minutes, and the, the priest or minister is going to hold up the host and say, body of Christ, right? And you're going to answer? Amen. Amen, amen. isn't that right? And you're going to put, up, put out your hands like that, okay? Now, just keep in mind that when you're doing that, when you're saying amen, and also when you make this... Uh, this uh, crown or whatever you want to call it, that what you're saying to Jesus is, what you're saying is, I love you, and I ask you to continue to love me and to make me strong, okay? Will you remember that for the future? Okay, so this is a very, very, it's a very special day in your lives, okay? It happened to me once upon a time. I was seven once upon a, it was, it's a couple of years ago, actually. <laughs> but but, but uh, the bottom line is, I also had to do this and receive, receive the Eucharist. But remember that when you receive the Eucharist, you're receiving the Lord 
himself. You receive himself and he wants to be with you. He wants to make you strong and close to him always. Okay, so it's a wonderful occasion for you and it's also a wonderful occasion for your families. Okay, so I think we're ready. To, are we ready to proceed? Okay, let's, let's keep going here. <laughs> 